0: Of Bliss, a podcast about finding light in the darkness. This episode was produced by Cabbie Productions. Hello and welcome back to The Conquest of Bliss. I am here with my very longtime friend, Brienne. Can I say your last name? I can't believe I didn't ask that. We were just. You can say my last name. Okay, Brienne Houston, And um, <laughs> we've been friends since we were, gosh, 10. Nine? Uh something, like something around there. Yeah. A long time. And yes. uh and we actually got to see each other very COVID friendly. Um yes. this year, which was really cool. Brianne is a neo-NICU nurse. Uh neonatal ICU nurse, yeah. Okay, NICU. is that the same thing? Uh neonatal intensive care. Yeah, NICU. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. See, I am not a nurse. Um <laughs> <laughs> and uh and Brianne actually is someone who's very, very inspiring. We've kept in touch over the years, which is, which is obviously obvious. Awesome. <laughs> obviously <laughs> obvious. Um, and awesome. It's, uh, it's been fantastic. But, you know, so, many, um, so much of what I know about Brianne's life has also just been kind of watching from the sidelines. And you've traveled and you've, you've really sought out joy and peace. And, and I really appreciate that about you. Um, from the outside looking in, would you agree with that assessment? from the inside? Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, it, it's funny because it's, uh, I definitely think
1: I seek out joy and peace and happiness, um, but also um, is interesting how much I've run away from contentment um, in seeking those things. <laughs>
0: oh, that's a great call. Um, like, yeah. just like a great mention, because I feel yeah. like happiness kind of encompasses all three of those concepts. Yes. So, you um, it's been my experience that when people say I've been avoiding that they are now trying not to avoid and that they discovered yes. recently that they were avoiding it so totally do totally. you want to tell me a little bit about how you came to that discovery and how you're working on oh man I would have to say like just just starting a new relationship and then also being
1: forced to stay home um and so it's like you know you can't you can't seek this adventure anymore you are forced to just enjoy your couch and and netflix you know for the first time i'm binge watching television and um cuddling up with a boyfriend like i probably spent about 10 years of my life my most of my 20s just running running away from that or or if not running away just not having that and so my course of happiness was just like finding all of these different adventures um which has, you know, just been the best. <laughs> but yeah, now now it's like being kind of forced into it, and just kind of, you know, longing for that adventure, longing for something new, um, but not being able to do that. So then, what do you have left? You have your four walls and contentment, and so and so peace and happiness in that.
0: So now that you've kind of come to this startling discovery that oh shit, when I stop moving, it's not there anymore. Yeah. What have you been trying to do or incorporate? Like, I mean, you luckily, you know, have a lot of access to the medical side of, of how to deal with things. Um, <laughs> and I also know that you're very, uh, I don't know what the term for this is. I want to say street smart, but that sounds really dorky. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, cool, I'm cool with street smart. I don't know you're how else I'd word it. Street <laughs> um, <laughs> So yeah. combining those, what have, you, what have you been experimenting with? What's worked? What hasn't worked? um yeah, decorating a
1: home mm-hmm. so much fun uh so we've moved in together uh in in june uh first time i've ever lived with like a partner so it's been kind of extraordinary an adjustment uh, period i'm sure huge adjustment period um but also so fun when you find like such a great person that just kind of jives with you and your style and like combining your style with someone else's and learning mm-hmm. to like love something new and not even forcing yourself to love it, but just like enjoying it, like creating, um, like I have like a full library wall and just like creating that together and organizing it. And recently we've purchased new furniture and, you know, just different art pieces and um, really kind of like, just like in the home has kind of been our own little adventure in our four walls and uh, really learning how to just be with someone and being content with them every day and just kind of like,
0: finding that happiness there okay so I have a couple of so. questions follow-up questions um <laughs> <clears throat> number one question I would have is so I am the same way I actually don't know if you know this but before moving in with Matt it has been since 2014 since I lived with someone any human not even just not even roommates um yeah, okay. so I'm going through the same thing and one of the yeah. things that I don't know if like I'd see that I'm fearing happening and so I'm wondering if this happened to you since you're a little bit ahead of me Kind of cheating here uh, <laughs> is that Wait, once I'm done decorating whichever space, that I'm gonna kind of lose that joy. Like, that the, the joy is in the action and the doing, right. and not in the what's the like the uh, like the just sitting, you know, the presence, yeah, the presence the, of being, it exactly, just being yeah. in it once you've totally. done that work. And, and I'm and I'm concerned that, like, you know, at some point, there'll be a stopping point. And things that right. go to normal, quote unquote, we will have a routine and everything. And and once that's over, am I still going to get that same enjoyment? Are you finding, yeah. are you like how? how? Uh,
1: I mean, those thoughts definitely cross my mind. Uh, uh, but I always, whenever things like that come up in my mind, I always think about, I had a, a manager that I worked for once and her signature in her email said, worry is like a rocking chair, it gives you something to do, but um, doesn't get you anywhere and kind of just this idea of like allowing those thoughts to trickle in the what if, what if, what if, what if, um, can kind of like pull away from that joy and happiness and the things that you are doing and, and finding happiness in. Um, and like realistically, like I think projects in general um, are a way to, to stay home and be home and be happy with being home while and like kind of having contentment in a project and like you can really have a project be meditative. And like, Mm -hmm. I I guess I'm just of the idea, I just, are projects ever ending? Like how many projects? (laughs) will always find more. (laughs) And and I I hear that it kind of sounds like an addiction as well, right? And and I mean, people could argue that, but it's also like, um, like, as you know, like I have a pretty heavy practice in yoga and meditation and like, Um, I've studied a lot in Buddhism and just really just kind of like in projects and things that I create and do and kind of you know and with like decorating I really pull meditation into it where I'm just like actively so present and in the moment and if I kind of have those like what if questions trickle in I just I know that I I just immediately I'm like you know I, I let them go I just kind of like let them go because they, 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 are, they don't serve you. They mm-hmm. just kind of cause this like anxiety and worry uh, that I just find, um, it's, it's just quite frankly
0: unnecessary, you know, it's just like, man, do we ever, you know, burden ourselves? I totally relate to that. And, and it's funny because yeah. as you're talking, I'm thinking of a conversation I had earlier today. Um, because I, I've been, you know, I'm not going to lie. I've been struggling a little bit the last few months. Things have been maybe too hectic for me. Um, Yeah. So I've been struggling. And of all the people that I thought to call, I called Brian, which I think is hilarious if you know Brian, (laughs) because Brian is not really the type (laughs) to call for emotional advice, but for some reason I did. And he actually said something really insightful. Um, Although in very Brian fashion, it was was sort of negative. He goes, well, he goes, the shit's going to keep coming. He said, don't, well, he didn't say it like this because he's, he can, he's very good at poetry, but not the most eloquent one speaking. (laughs) Um, he said, he said, Uh the shit's going to keep coming. He said, but don't let that ruin the few happy moments you have now. Yeah, totally. So his point of view is that it's always going to be bad. So you may as well enjoy the little bit of good, which is similar to what you were saying, except for you weren't saying it's for sure going to be bad later. Um. Right, right. (laughs) Well, I mean, like, let's be realistic. Like, obviously bad things
1: are going to come up totally. It definitely comes with it. Oh man, I I 100% agree with Brian because wow this year's last year sucked like so mm-hmm. many things sucked. like I, I had this gigantic exam i think we, we were um trying to set up this podcast then I had, I had this huge exam coming up and all in the same week my dad went in for emergency surgery um i lost uh, a patient i was so super mm-hmm. close with at work and um my computer completely crashed and I had to replace it. And all within like, like my, within a seven day period. And at the end of that seven days was this huge final exam, arguably one of the hardest courses I've ever taken. And I just was like, so incredibly low. And like, you know, like I think, you know, in order to balance the happiness and like risk for depression in in some of those, Mm -hmm. you know, low moments, you kind of just, have to appreciate those small things in those moments because Mm -hmm. life is going to come at you. There's literally nothing you can do about it. And like, you are going to have an emotional response because we're human. Yeah. Like, you know, maybe a few more emotions because we're female. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And then, you know, and then on top of that, we are just kind of like wanting to be happy and have this peace, but we're also allowed to be very sad and kind of just like feel those moments. It's kind of like, almost now I like, I like feel the, the sadness coming and I'm just like, you know what? I just, I just got a deal. I got it. I got to cry. And it's so good. Like, right. Like it, it's like you, you cried out, you allow it's the, ah, and- oh, what a waterfall. Yeah. Yes. So well, just and like,
0: yeah, it's funny and how it. those two concepts interweave is, is finding the, the G joy. I almost said G the joy and peace, not G um, in, in the <laughs> small <worked> moments. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and stuff when things are hard and then also letting go of those what ifs when things are good because you know like we're, we're at least me personally I can't talk like talk about everyone but Man, is my brain ever good at catastrophizing? Like, yes. oh my God. it's like any little no. thing, and all of a sudden I'm like, it's gonna be terrible. Um, and and of course, intrusive thoughts are normal, and and you know, you we learn to to balance them stuff. So, but anyways, I didn't mean to get off topic. It just is no, what you not. what you said reminded me of that conversation earlier and made me think, hey, yeah, totally. you've you've been told this twice today. Maybe there's something to it. Uh, cool, very um, cool. So my other question that I had um, about that is. Have you found that there's been any techniques that you've tried to deal with that sort of stir crazy inability to adventure that haven't worked that well for you? And if they haven't, any reflections on maybe why? Um, if not, it's also okay. Yeah, no, I'm just kind <laughs> of
1: like thinking about the, oops, sorry for that loud noise. That's I it. just kicked things. Um <laughs> I just like was immediately just thinking about the amount of crying I did over the holidays and how emotional they were like I'm talking like three four chin wobbly cry sessions a day just being so sad that I am home alone like home with with my partner for the holidays and literally no one else and in, in a time when it's just usually so filled with family and friends and just missing them and because like you know being in the front lines as a healthcare professional like you you can't break the rules like it like so many people were and like to each their own and whatever but those low moments were just low and they just existed as being low and I just accepted it and just kind of was like you know, I basically, anytime would anyone would talk to me, I would just immediately be like, "Yeah, life just sucks right now. Like, I'm just borderline depressed, and like, like I so badly want to just jump in my car and just go, and I actually can't. So, and what we're doing, you know, we, you know, we've redecorated, got ready for the holidays, and like, and maybe it didn't work, and it was just kind of like the only thing I could do was just accept it for like what it was, and just like allow myself to cry, and just. Hope develop coping mechanisms for this terrible time, and hope that it's the only time we ever have to do this. Yeah, you know, it's just yes. it's the only Christmas we ever have to do
0: it, and like just. That day. And I'm sure a lot of people have said this, and I probably said this to you. Maybe not. Who knows? Um, but <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to say, like, quick aside, I really appreciate what you do. I mean, especially especially right now and especially talking about like, you know, people breaking the rules and stuff like that. Um, in yeah. our area, we don't have, um, like too, too many rules that are like unworkable, right. but, um, yeah, just the sacrifices that you make now and even the sacrifices that, that you made a long time ago. I mean, I know you spent some time in, in Haiti and that that yeah. was a challenging time for you and it's all <laughs> yeah really, uh, I just appreciate it so much, Brie. And I know that this is a weird time to (laughs) say it came into my mind. Um, And, uh, and I guess since, since we're doing the podcast and not just chatting, um, I should, should ask you questions. Um, I guess uh, a question that I I have um, as someone who's kind of seen both sides, you've seen, um, you know, the side of life where things were less sacrifice and things that were more sacrifice. Um, do you find like I just, I, my question is about fulfillment and, and, you know, that dharmic thing. Like, does that, how do you, this is such a fucking hard question to phrase, holy shit. It sounds really fucking hard. Um, <laughs> that sacrifice, what role that, um, that service, I guess, is really the question. What role does that play, do you think, in your personal fulfillment, satisfaction, contentment, et cetera, you know, happiness?
1: Oh, like he- like, being, like being a hero? Talking about like, you know, um, being that... Yeah, I wasn't yeah.
0: going to call you a hero specifically, yeah. yes, that is exactly what I'm referring to. <sighs> and that's why it was so hard to phrase.
1: <laughs> um, so are we talking past tense or present tense? Because this year has really... Re- Both remodeled my framework on a lot of this. Oh,
0: oh, then I want to hear both for sure. I want to hear (laughs) past first and then I want to hear present and I want to hear how that transition happened. It sounds juicy.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So uh, the going to Haiti, um, definitely one of the hugest, hugest, largest I'm terrible with Most my grammar, significant Please forgive me. All people forgive me for poor grammar. <laughs> it just exists with me. Um, but what a huge turning point in my life. And, you know, um, the only reason that I went, I had like a girlfriend from nursing school who was interested in going and she was like, do you want to join me? And I was like, that sounds so awesome. so cool. There wasn't, even for like a moment in, in, in time when I didn't want to go and wasn't interested in just like, you know, as you know, like on social media, I was raising a lot of money and just kind of like the, every single time someone donated it, like the, the, the explosion of joy inside and just like getting me one step closer to like going to Haiti and then like, you know, and then in the workplace being like a new nurse, I was, it was my first year of nursing. Like I was a baby. Uh, I didn't realize that was your first year. Yeah. Well, it was kind of the, the, it had been just a
0: year. So I I started nursing. That's still a lot earlier than I realized.
1: (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I was like, I started nursing 2014, um, in the summer and I went to Haiti fall of 2015. And so it was just this, you know, uh, such a, a point of happiness. And then also this like like I knew I was going to learn so much. And like, I was so supported by everyone I worked with. People I worked with were proud of me. People I worked with were, were raising money. They had like a separate allocation for, for funding um, in like our medication cupboard and people were just throwing (laughs) cash in there. And like, um, and then um, anytime a baby was discharged, all of the supplies from that baby was, was getting collected that usually would just get thrown in the garbage. I was able to like collect it. I ended up with like- You could bring it with you. It with me. I ended up with like four, like do you remember the wrestling, (laughs) those giant wrestling bags, like four of them (laughs) filled on the way to Haiti with just like diapers, clothes, blankets, baby wipes, just like anything related to newborns and stuff. So really, really excited and just like so much joy in that. And um, it really served my um, ego, which is actually a huge thing for me right now. uh, Learning about my ego and how. It it is fulfilled um, because previous to this whole pandemic, my ego was fulfilled by having, you know, money donated to me to to, to go to Haiti, to, to just feeling support from everyone and just mm-hmm. being excited that I was doing something new. I was doing something different from the average person. I was uh, kind of leading. Yeah, kind of, yeah. And like, I think, and and this whole here, I wish there was like a word uh, like, like a savior for, complex. Say, like, like they're zero to ten, and oh. and ten is hero. And I, I want the word that means six out of that ten. You know what I mean? Instead, of, I don't know what word. We could
0: honorary use. citizen. I don't. I don't. Know. Honor, like, honorable sure. citizen. Just,
1: just someone that's like you know wanting to help save lives, but it doesn't have like a full hero complex, if yeah, you will. And yeah. it's just kind of this like wanting to, but also selfishly wanting to be a part of really critical and acute situations and really kind of like deal with terribleness and just kind of learn how to cope with that and feel proud of oneself for like overcoming that Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. if you will and so that was very I was so ego-driven there and uh you know and that's yeah so that's kind of where that happiness and then I mean going to Haiti and like
0: just seeing uh yeah the stuff you saw the stuff I saw, yeah, like yeah, uh, we, we don't have to really go talking. into that. We've cried over that yeah. together before.
1: Yes, yeah, okay. Um, so yeah, so um, just going there and then like actually experiencing and then and actually experiencing what like heroism maybe was like, and I was just like, this is. It felt it felt amazing, but then at the same time felt like terrible. And so like when coming home, I kind of got you know I realized like what. The, my ego was no longer run by other people being proud of me for what I had done. And that was really cool. So that was really neat to to no longer need validation. external validation. It was just kind of like, how can I feel good and validate my ego from the inside? So it's kind of this like transitional period where I had like, I'm probably totally going on a tangent here, but I do have a point (laughs) where I like kind of sold everything I owned and uh, like literally everything down to like my silverware. And I moved in to this furnished home with another couple and just kind of rented a room. And all I took with me was my two cats and my bed. Um, I was kind of choking on my silver spoon, if you will, and just kind of like needed that Mm -hmm. space and just something really kind of downsized. And that, that filled my ego just being like, I, I don't need anything. I don't,
0: Mm -hmm. the minimalism uh,
1: exactly exactly and so um yeah so so kind of just going back to like how how am I feeling this like dharmic this like
0: yeah like how does it relate now like how do how do you relate to that relationship you have with the let's call it low-key heroism um now like how does that now now
1: now it's like you know after being in the nursing world and you know I'd, I'd left the NICU for quite some time and You know, with my experience from Haiti, was able to get a job in the emergency room and did that for um, full time for almost two years, and it was amazing. And I, I had fulfilled my acuity monster that lived inside of me. I now call it the monster because at first it was just kind of this like seeking, you know, just just being a really good nurse and being really cool and awesome and being you know like that Mm -hmm. emergency whatever and you know, and I had realized at the end of the day, like it just it just wasn't what I wanted to do for my whole life. I didn't need to, to be this super acute critical care nurse anymore. And I just wanted to, I wanted to show up and just be a good human, mm-hmm. just in general, and not need to feel like I was like saving lives and being super awesome. I just wanted to be a part of something really good every day and eventually just, you know, worked my way back into the NICU and like, you know, and that was, uh, I took like a full-time position there in 2018 and like a permanent position and have been there since. And that, yeah. So that kind of transition period was, was really nice and just kind of like settling in and I had officially let go of the emergency room. Probably would love to go back to Haiti again, but um, I would just look at it so differently. It was, there wouldn't be that like heroism, ego fulfilling, um, like needing to be this, super amazing, the best of the best, but just more about like really meeting emotional needs of others. And that's kind of where I'm leading into is like now where I'm finding a lot of my heroism from is actually just like showing up for someone and just like really being present for like a new mom and a new baby and like giving them that space and um, just really showing them how lucky they are because they are because it's so cool to be there on someone's
0: first day of their life and to be the mother of that. And like the, and the father, and it's just like really, really cool. Um, it is so cool. I have goosebumps just thinking about it. Honestly, I, uh, like to me, <laughs> yeah, it's the it, coolest thing. Anyways, we could go on a oh whole thing God. there. And, so like, we'll
1: and like triplets and twins. And, oh my gosh. I'm sure we could just like so cool to see a mom hold a set of twins for the first time and tri- like crazy anyway. And then this past year, I, didn't want to go to work anymore I didn't want to be a nurse anymore I was like and then people were just like you know this whole like you're so awesome and like great job to frontline workers like the heroes of the day you know they're they're showing up where everyone is at home and I'm just like I want to I want to be home I don't want to go. I am terrified. What is this virus? I'm an asthma. I'm overweight. I have asthma. I like to drink. Like I'm not the healthiest person. I arguably sedentary, you know, depending on the
0: week. Yeah. (laughs) But like, and the definition.
1: um, Yeah. Yes, exactly. Right. (laughs) And it's like, I, like, am I going to like, I, I'm terrified to go to work. I, I, I'm like, you know, now suddenly we're like wearing masks. Like earlier on in March, I'm like wearing this mask and like, Um, I was still working in the emerge emerge at that time, just casually kind of like Mm -hmm. picked up just a few times a month. And just two days before every shift, I was just like, I was sweating I was having these this anxiety and this panic and just this pressure like you put on the radio and the pressure from like the the world just being like yeah frontline workers and just kind of like draping us in this this cape and being like save us and then just feeling so smothered by by the cape and like mm-hmm. I don't really want to be I want to be home and then you know and then you hear people complaining about being quarantined and 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 you know losing their work and stuff and you're just like ah uh, like I I so wish I could be there too because it is terrifying to even stand in an elevator in a hospital because you don't know what was just in there like what touched the button and you, and you're kind
0: of forced into this you know and that sounds and so like, yeah that sounds like it would be really tough especially having just had like the sort of ego death thing that you were talking about and there it is yeah. like like all those external factors that used to drive your ego right there going yeah Brienne oh. yeah. Have your ego back. Have it. Take it. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> be be, be this hero again and, like, show up. and yeah, Play like, the role. But I, I let this go so long ago. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, so it's been just, like, such an interesting, like, observable, very cool, like, kind of cool transition, you know? Like, just being human and, like, witnessing yourself and, like, all the, the things you go through and just.
0: Yes. So <gasps> much yes to that so, statement. Like, I find, like. <laughs> I mean, I'm probably not the most interesting person in the world, but to me, like, holy shit, like, especially because, especially because my brain's kind of a dick a lot of the time with those intrusive thoughts and stuff. And I'm like, like, I'm like, okay, I know that I'm only one person, but it honestly feels like it's me against my brain. Like I'm somehow, (laughs) somehow (laughs) separate from it. And it's like so trippy. And uh, yeah, I feel like of all the periods in my life where I could handle being stranded on a desert island, probably now. Cause I can just like hella split myself. I keep myself entertained.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally the coolest person I get to hang out with. So.
0: <laughs> yeah. This <whole> self-love, love <laughs> thing is self-love thing good on me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. Uh, uh, um, I'm just kidding. But uh, okay, no, so. I'm not. <laughs> uh, well, I, I, I think I could be, I could entertain myself pretty good. I'd write so many songs think, uh, and it wouldn't matter how badly they were written. Fuck yeah. yeah.
1: Um, give yourself a little drawing paper and a pencil like
0: you would yeah. do so well with that or like make a, oh my water bottle just popped really loudly um, oh, uh, a water bottle. make a drawing pad crochet myself a house it'd be fantastic oh, oh. Uh, <laughs> Um okay anyway. Like, I'm living in a currently in a crocheted house. Cool. Yeah, I feel like it would work better than no house. But anyways, I love ha- that we both have ADD and this is just like so fun right now. <laughs> well yeah, so like my brain is Hello. going, okay, you have to focus, Kara. Um, <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway. Like so um so before um we move on, is there anything that yes. you want to say to the audience? Anything like that before um, we're going to change the game up a little bit this time, guys. Um, but before we do that, is there anything else you'd like to add, let people know who might be listening um, about, you know, about your journey or, or what's <laughs> helped or?
1: Honestly, what's gotten me through every day is just being aware of that ego and just kind of uh, just generalized awareness. Just like try, don't deny yourself anything. Don't live in this surface kind of level and just kind of dig deeper ask yourself who what where when why like what is what is serving you and just be aware of that and you know and you may have to exist in what is serving you and it's all just temporary anyway and transitional is you know I obviously
0: went over like five years of ego there (laughs) Well, yeah. And that's a, that's a really good point too. It's all just temporary. And like, you never know who you're going to be in five years or if you're going to be in five years. So, um, or at least in this body, I mean, who knows, you know, (laughs) there's complicated possibilities, but um, so we're going to change the game up a little bit this time. And instead of me triviaing Brianne about places, um, slang from English slang from around the world. Brienne is going to have me guess some of her favorite phrases in other languages from places she's been, and I can promise you I'm gonna be bad at it. So, <laughs> whenever you're ready, Brienne.
1: Uh, as you know, I went to quite a few countries, and uh, mm-hmm. one of my favorite countries to visit was India. Um, India, and oh my gosh, some of the 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 slang or the sayings there, as you can imagine. So, um, the first question for you is, Kara, what does tika tika mean and then you say it like this with
0: your tika? head rotating back and forth yes um, and you say tika tika does it mean i'm doing okay uh it like literally means okay okay oh. <laughs> like, like all good yeah yeah i got you.
1: to pick up on that
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah body language helps a lot <laughs> <laughs>
1: totally totally
0: um another
1: one i really like from India is uh, cello 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 cello, and kind of this like hand gesture of like move away. Like,
0: does it mean get out of my way,
1: um, or like let's go, let's go, come on, come on? Oh yeah, so okay. they kind, like, of, like, kind of like andale, away, andale. like andale
0: andale, like hurry up. Yes,
1: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> cello 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 cello.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. In which language? Um, I know there's a few languages in India. Which language are these in? Um, Hindi. Hindi. Okay. Cool. Hindi, cool. Yes. Cool.
1: Um, but also Punjabi as well. That uh, they often kind of some crossover. Yeah, like you know, like Spanish and mm-hmm. like French or something like that. Um and then two other phrases, so is the
0: Are these also India?
1: Yeah, also India, yeah. Okay. Uh we could we can move on from it. No, it's fine. fine, it's okay. fine. Okay, cool. Um so just the last two are the uh
0: Baya Baya G and g. Um, so Baya G and g. Yes. So, no, g is like a sign of respect, right? It, yes, yes, yeah. it, that would mean, it, hello, sir, or man. Okay, right? okay. Um, and so, it's
1: something that's said at the end of a sentence. Like, you're kind of just like saying it like, okay, like, come on. Or, you know, you're okay. re- referencing it to someone, yeah.
0: Oh, okay, okay. So can you say it again, the the name, the words? Uh, bayaji, bayaji and Bahanji. Okay, so Bayaji would be, have a nice day. <laughs> uh bayaji is actually brother oh and oh brother. i like that and then bahanji is sister oh <laughs> I yeah. like that. right and that's uh, how they they kind of refer to each other um, um often oh i really like that do you have any more in any other languages um what i
1: another language i love is like one of my first countries i traveled to is um, turkey i mean turkey. Than,
0: yes turkey. oh because of your because of cory yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice.
1: So it's a giant in Turkey. Um, so I love Turkish swear words, but I should probably
0: it's, keep it's it. It's fine. I mean, swear words is fine. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> before you say them, then I have to yeah. ask: Are they? Do they have English equivalents? Like, is it like because, like in in like French, like uh, Quebec French, it's like "tabalnek" means like "fuck," sort of, but it's, <laughs> it really means church. So, right. like, is it is it like a direct translation? Yes, really? um,
1: well, it's kind of the the humor in it as well, uh, like with with these words. But um, this one is, uh, I it was taught to me that Benny meant you and sick. What do you think? Actually, I should, the question is, what do you, uh, the phrase is sick Benny?
0: So yeah, fuck you.
1: Yes, but <laughs> um, so that's what I thought I was saying. But it turns out I was saying dick me. <laughs>
0: So good. Which, that's so good. You're like which, all aggressive. You're like dick yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> quite, quite literally.
1: <laughs> um, oh, that's so and good. And so I'll have to share that story with you maybe another time. But uh, really, yeah. really, just kind of funny learning some language. Uh, another one is uh, "tache couleur."
0: Tache couleur. Yes. <laughs> Um Shit on a stick. It means thank you. Oh <laughs> Right. I forgot to tell you we weren't swearing anymore. <laughs> All right, if you, can, if you can think
1: of one more. One more. Um, okay. Ah, where else have I gone? Oh, okay, let's let's just do turkey again just because, yeah, I spent some time there and loved it. Um, so you'd say, oh ha.
0: Oh ha! And you say it like that. Oh ha! Oh ha! Okay. Um, I think it means like I'm grumpy. <laughs> it means um,
1: excuse you. <laughs> so basically, that was said to me a lot. <laughs> I was 19 when I was in Turkey. I mean, I didn't have much. That's, with it uh, then.
0: that's fantastic. <laughs> Okay, yeah. so um, before we go, anything else you want to add, share, recommend, nothing? Uh, I think I'm good, yeah. Sounds good, because it's kind of perfect timing, because there's an air raid siren outside, or some sort of siren for oh, no. something. <laughs> Who knows what? I live by the ferry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much for your time, Brianne. This has been so much fun, as always. I, I can't remember a time hanging out with you where it's not the most fun. So Totally, totally, Kara. Um, it's
1: such a great pleasure to be here.
0: And uh, to my audience, I love you. Bye.